Previously on SideQuest. You wake up, and it is a white room. There is a podium at the center that has a circular orb that's glowing slightly, and you hear a voice. Please, sign in. And Antonio is playing Mateo Oso, who is a human druid. Marissa is playing a manward ursine. Alex is a polar bear. And he is a wizard. Um, and Miranda is playing Rosetta S. Tone. Also known as Rose. Also known as Rose. Mateo is a druid. He has an animal companion named Kubita, who is a camel. This is the worst store. My name is Nino. Welcome to the exchange. This is sort of a system where we hire you guys to do the work of other of people. You know, they request to do requests for quests and junk. Cool. And uh, yeah, when you, you fulfill the quest, you come back to us and we will pay you. Off in the corner is Ooh. another catkin. Oh, uh, that's Harper. Yeah, my sister took the stone. I need that stone to... to otherwise, it's, everything's going to further decay and die. And I don't know how long I'll even be here. So what I need you to do is... You could please retrieve my precious stone. It's more valuable than my life itself. You also see something moving. It's called a Mark Wolf. I'm gonna use my cantrip. I'm gonna do Sacred Flame. Yeah, this thing is dead. To the right, there is a house. So we go to the right. A D&D podcast-ish thing. I don't know what this is yet because we haven't uploaded an episode. Experiment. Experiment. Yeah. Extravaganza. Where... D&D, yo. Oh, kill it. Biscuit. Probably biscuit. So not probably your most diverse D&D podcast you'll ever listen to. Yeah. Featuring four slightly related people. Mostly related, and then there's me. All related. We're all, all related. We're related. And then we consider you our closest sister. Yeah. So just not, not by blood, I guess. Anyway, I'm Gianna Mae Sanchez. Uh, you can follow me at NotYourNPC on Twitter. I play Harper, um, who is a catkin, and also I'm the DM. My name is Antonio Sanchez. I play Mateo Oso, and I am a human druid. I am Marissa Sanchez. You can follow me at MisaBobSuperGeek on Instagram. And I am playing Alex, which is the most adorable wizard you will ever find. And I am Miranda. I'm playing Rosetta S. Tone. Her name is, Ro- we call her Roso, and she's a boundless soul, also cleric. All right, cool. Super cool. cool. So let's, uh, let's, okay. So first off, I looked back at the rules this past month and I realized we've made a lot of mistakes last time. Woohoo! Cool. So, you know, like all of your HP has been like halved because we didn't calculate that right. Woohoo! And then Woo. we'll be having more structure when it comes to battles because I also did that wrong. Woohoo! Like D&D for dumbass. We're learning. We're learning. Yeah. This is this is all new. This is I read through this book and I had tabs and yes. Well, that's way to learn is through experience. Yeah, that's true. So, so we're getting experience points in this. Uh-huh. 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 Can we write that down or no? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so where we last left off, you guys were walking through the forest. Um, 
you came across a Mark Wolf that you just obliterated. Yeah. Like, yeah, boy. Incinerated. <laughs> yeah, boy. Got lit. <laughs> lit. Quite literally was lit in flames and died. <laughs> so, welcome. And you guys were walking and there was a path and you went right. And now you are continuing to walk in the forest. So, <clears throat> as I put on my DM hat, um, essentially you guys continue on this path. Um, in general, so how are you guys feeling about this entire experience so far? You know, I mean, this is your first assignment as um, ringers, and it's been off to an interesting start so far. And also, I mean, this, of course, um, your quest right now is to go and retrieve a gem for this old lady who said her sister stole it from her. So yeah, what's going on here? I don't know. I think I think we're just kind of walking at this point. Yeah. Just kind of thinking about that damp wolf we set on fire. Yeah. Like yeah. guiltily? No. Just, a little. just think about how kind of like... That was hard. Well, I mean... It was hard. No, I'm not... Let's just be, let's just be honest. Yeah, but it's cool. It was excessive. Yeah. Yeah, but let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. Plus, what are you? What are you? What are um, what are all of we? I'm alive, I guess. I'm sorry. Are you talking <laughs> to my character? Because yes, at this point, she's just kind of she's still thinking about that wolf. <laughs> <laughs> are y'all just like awkwardly like muttering to ourselves? We're just like <laughs> yeah, it's just like <laughs> in character. Except like, for Mateo. <laughs> I don't know what Mateo is doing. Mateo is limping because he's the only one who got hurt in the fight. Yeah, dude. What's you know, my health right now? Look at look look on the spreadsheet I made for you. Okay. So as your wonderful DM, I went crazy and I made wonderful spreadsheets for you. So I see AC. That's armor class. HP. Yep, and there should be a base stat, and you have six out of ten hit points. Where? Where does it say that? On the chart. Look, look, look right. And the whole thing's a chart. <laughs> this is officially the most exciting podcast to exist to mankind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty broad, that's a pretty uh, good observation. Observation. Antonio. Observation. Uh, the observation. Okay. This is a that. chart. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. So I'm kind of also stalling because I'm trying to look up how you how you do ability checks because I don't know. So, Matera, how's your camel? How's she doing? She's doing good. My camel, she now has stats. Bobita, she is my companion, and she's doing fine. She's doing better than I am, because she's not hurt. <laughs> she's doing better than all of us, though. She really is. So, again, <laughs> we killed the wolf. We're at a fork in the road. We decided to walk towards... Right side, which has a sort of a cabin. Or, uh, you, you just see there's smoke going from above. It looks like there could be a house. So, but we don't know if it is a house. No. We just see smoke. Yes. And last we ended, we were walking that way, right? Yes. So we're all in agreement, right? Like how the last episode ended, we're heading that way. Yeah, Kupita decided for us because we we are indecisive. Okay, so we are walking towards the smoke. Yes. Um, what do we see? Do we need to do a? Nope, nope. I'm I'm just. I know what I'm doing, guys. I'm studying. I just. No, it's cool. 
Take your time. I've been trying to, the rules are hard. So until Jana figures out exactly how we move forward, uh, uh, I guess you want to do a review a bit as to what do we have on hand? Okay. So Marissa, you got you have a fan. That you I got have a fan that has a very quaint picture of a cat painted on it, hand painted. Do you have any weapons, or do you just use your fists? I have a knife. A I have knife. a dagger. Okay. Miranda, yeah. um, What does your character have? Uh, so I have a smelly pyramid of goop. I'm not. I have no idea how I got that. I'm gonna assume I stole it. And I have a glowing crystal. We were given something in the, in the last episode, right? Well, you bought some stuff at the shop, and then the other stuff were trinkets that you just so happened to have on your your person, and how you got them is up to you. I'm, I'm not deciding that. That's what was your trinket? Yes. My trinket? All right. So, <laughs> Morris, you can answer that <laughs> as well. Yeah. Go for it. What was it? Was it the dagger? No, it was the... Was it a fan? The no, fan you bought at the shop. That. Pretty cute. No, go up. It's oh. right there. See? Your trinket is a multicolored stone disc. Oh, yeah. I got a disc. And my trinket that I was I have is a diary of seven missing pages. Also, that store, <clears throat> I purchased a gnome crafted music box. All right. I got a stone for $2. So that was nice. There you go. Good deal. Um... Okay, so you guys have been walking along. Again, keep in mind, this entire forest is bleak. There are no leaves, there's no grass, there's nothing, just a thick cluster of basically dead trees. You hardly hear any birds, actually. It's really quiet and kind of awkward. I mean, you guys just met each other. And you can slightly see um, Harper jumping from tree to tree as they cross through. Um, How's Harper doing, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Was Harper hurt in the fire? No, they're they're all right. Um, they're they're doing fine. They're just trying to salvage what dignity they still maintain. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're the ones who tipped you off though to the house up ahead in the clearing. As you kind of know, Harper's role in this, they are an assistant to the ringers, so they are associated with the exchange, who are the catkin that run this program. And basically, they're there to intervene when needed, but not excessively. So technically, they may have violated a rule. That being said, you guys come to a clearing. And suddenly in front of you, in front of a tree, another Merc Wolf pops up. And it jumps out and decides to... Who's front? Who's walking? Who's at the front of the row? I'm gonna Should say. Me roll initiative. Nope. Just... I'm gonna say Mateo is. Mateo. Because our eyes got. Her. Yeah, because our eyes got hurt afterwards, so we're kind of just hanging back. So... Your eyes got hurt. You remember? Yeah, because there was a bright flash of light. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I'm looking for it. So you're at front. Yeah. All right. So basically, this wolf jumps out and attacks you. Did you roll the sturdy roll? Nope. So you take basically the wolf comes up and does a quick nip at you for three damage. But then instead of say attacking anybody else, it backs away quickly. So it's now ten feet away. Um, and in the distance you can faintly see the um, makings of a house. 
So again, this wolf took a bite out of Mateo. Not very happy. Definitely growling. Oh. However, it has backed off and disengaged. Maybe just didn't like how you paced it. I'm okay with that because I have <laughs> three out of ten health points left. So, what do you do? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. We're not gonna fight this thing. I'm not. I'll sit to the side. Um, I mean, you're, I you're pretty. I think There's... you should hang back. Actually, well, maybe I should have done it. No, no. You guys weren't expecting it. It's cool. I mean, yeah. usually with stuff like that, you can make a dexterity roll, maybe avoid something. Are you, like, are you, are you questioning my, my judgment here? I'm just saying. Maybe well, you needed to be bitten, Antonio. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Scene, you can that. That's okay. All right, fine. Roll a. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's done. It's done. So, do you guys want to look for this wolf that took off? Right well, it's standing in front of you, Gavin. Oh, I thought you said uh, it just. No, we don't. No, it, it, it jumps it's back right here. ten feet. So basically, I'm trying to. So there's trees and there's a bit of a clearing that you see. And like say, let's say 50 feet ahead, you see the house. Right. It looks kind of like a wood. It's a weird makeshift wood, mud, pretty much whatever they could find stone house. Smoke coming out of it. But the wolf is standing between you and the house. So if we're going to fight, we should roll initiative to see who fights first. But do we want to fight? Well, our DM yeah. didn't automatically make us want to fight, which makes me think we shouldn't fight it. Which means I don't want to fight them too much. I don't want to fight any of them. I think they're adorable. Anyways, yeah. so <laughs> I think this dude did take a bite. I don't yeah. think he'll be Yeah, no, I don't think that was pretty adorable, Marissa. I think it just kind of... Yeah. I mean, it bit Mateo, so... I mean... What if it bit good. you? You know, yeah. a little less adorable. Anyways, what do we do? What do we? What do you want to do? Keep in mind, there there are certain checks you can roll. Perception. Maybe we can. Maybe we to can see like, what it's guarding, because it's clearly guarding, it's guarding something. something. It's yeah. guarding something. Maybe we can persuade it to let us. It's clearly someone's house pet. Can anyone even talk? Like a wolf. I well, can't. you're a druid. Not until level two, I, can, I oh, can't. Dang it! Yeah. Dang it! So, um... I don't know. I can't. Only anybody has proficiency in animal handling. I mean, I do, but I'm level one. I can't do anything You could yet. try. Well, okay, what, what animal handling means that you're good with animals, so you get... The animal just bit me. Well, let's... <laughs> yeah. So, I, I would argue against you that. Need to, you need to, like, see them If I had a high proficiency with like... animals, maybe I could have avoided it with the <laughs> All right, fine. Let's do some dexterity <laughs> no, roll. No, you're gonna make us think about this. Do the I, roll. I already, yeah. I already got bit. So yeah, it is zero dexterity. <laughs> Next, because I have um, no, just just do the dexterity. Do, do the roll. So yeah, 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 do the roll. I got bit. I want to stick with this. Right. I want to stick with this. So I got bit, and because I'm still somehow persuasive with this wolf, <laughs> I'm able to talk to you guys. Like, well. like, hey. What did we do? I know I got bit, and I have a little bias here. I would like to kick that thing, because guess what bit me. But what do you think we should do? I think you should tame it, like you tame Kupita. I mean, that's over years, and... <laughs> But I mean, come on. I don't think you really needed to tame her. I think she's just in love with you. Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's look at that camel. Look at how she looks. Now you're hurting her, right? I'm three out of ten though. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Uh, are you gonna set it on fire again? No, I'm not gonna set it on fire. I might. Guys, 
<laughs> this is better than the second enemy we're approaching this like it's a Alright, make a decision. What are you guys gonna do? Are you going to fight the wolf? No. We okay. shouldn't fight the wolf. Okay, let's roll perception. Alright, let's do perception. Okay, so everybody that, roll a d20 and then add your perception modifier, which should be on your chart that has like yeah, usually What's the difference? What's passive? That's just if you're not doing anything. That's without rolling. It, um... So to do a perception check, you roll a d20, right. and then you add any appropriate modifiers, if applicable. Um, so if you are proficient in perception checks, then you add two. What is, uh, if I have a perception of 10, is that good? No. Because you, you have to add your modifiers. So, okay. So, uh, yeah. Next to my perception, this is 10. Would that be a modifier? 10? No. Passive checks? No. Do you, what, what are your guys' perception stuff? Uh, mine is 9. Okay, well, so how about just roll a d20 and then we'll go through this. Okay. I'm pretty sure my modifier 18. Is, so 18 and perception is wisdom. 18 minus 1 is 17. Alright, so. And then it looks like you also got plus 1, so you got 18, basically, to count. So, um, where is this my listing? It's just my companion's listing. Yeah, but go down. You probably want to move Kupita's stuff. Okay, so you guys should roll. My sorrow. All right, here we go. One. <laughs> yeah, that's a critical miss. You just, it's a dog. That is a dog in front of me. Yeah, you know it's a wolf. You're just like, oh, look at that spider wing. You think it's cute. In your eyes, this is a chihuahua. Yeah, in my eyes. Well, you know, I did grow up with giant polar bear parents, so everything uh, 19. And then okay. I have a wisdom plus two. Okay, so 19. And then if you have, if you're proficient in, in, um, yeah, so you get like 21. Like that, so those are okay. So you don't notice anything. <laughs> you didn't even. Alex yeah, is like did. just like like oh what a cute puppy. Like he's like oh I wish I could get pet by him too. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rose and Mateo, um, you both notice that this wolf doesn't want to fight you guys. It it is very aggressive, but it's also like you could tell it is rather reserved. Also, you notice it has a yellow collar on. Aggressive yet reserved. It sounds like my mother. Anyways. So, <laughs> let's see. My polar bear rabbit. I have, I have some animal handling. They're on here, I think. Do I? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's it. Everybody can do an animal handling check. It doesn't mean you're proficient in it. You could try. I could try. Can I try Can I try to convince this wolf? Sure. Can I try to, right? Do I just roll a thing again? Yeah, you have to roll, and then, um, for animal handling, that is a wisdom. Okay. So roll and then add your wisdom modifier. So I got 14, and then my wisdom modifier is a plus two, so that's 16. 
Okay, so I'll say that's successful. What do you do to calm the wolf down? Alright, so I'm just gonna like reach my hand out and just kinda like like pet like its face. Just like calm down. Just be like shh. It backs away before you can do that. Okay. But you can tell it kind of starts to calm down and kind of starts growling less. Yeah. Okay. So as you're doing this, you notice a woman quickly steps out and starts yelling. Well, of the house behind you, um, now that the wolf is sort of calmed down. The house behind us or the house in front of us? I'm the house in front of you. Yeah, the house behind the wolf. And she um, basically is like waving her arms, like, wait, no, stop. And, and is like yelling, Rufio, what are you doing? And she comes up to you and she um, quickly grabs the wolf by the collar who quickly, like, you know, recoils, and, like, then starts, like, sadly wagging his tail as, like, a dog in trouble. She's like, and she scolds him, basically, saying, like, oh, you should have known better. I'm so sorry about, Rufio should know better. He's just a very protective boy. He's had a rough day, and, of course, you've heard that thunder recently. Oh, it's been the worst. I heard it. I knew it was somebody's pet. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, just, things have been so dangerous in these woods lately. Poor Rufio's looking for his pack, and I don't know what's happened to them. They've disappeared. And so, basically, this old lady, um, not as old as um, as the last lady, um, I believe her name is Late Later. I need to get my fantasy names to in line. So what's the name of the lady we're talking to right now? Um, well, I mean, you have to ask her that. Uh, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> what's your oh, name? Yes, you, yes, how can I help you? Uh, I'm so sorry again about Rufio. No, it's fine. He didn't mean anything by it all. Let me, let me bring you inside and I'll make you a cup sure. of tea that'll help with your, with the, no, we, your uh, wait, we should accept on. this, Mateo. We well, should well, accept this. Well, hold on, this. hold on, Mateo. <laughs> I like tea. What's your name, ma'am? Oh, thank you for asking, dearie. So nice. Such a nice girl. And then, and she like, before she's known, she also notices, boy, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello, my my name is uh, my my name is Nita. Hi, Nita. Oh, and you all look like such oh, must be very sad travelers. Come come inside, come inside. And of course, this camel and she like goes up and pats Kubita. It's like such a cute. Come oh, come come inside and have some tea. And I'm sure Rufio will have a good apology for you. Come on, Rufio. And like she kind of trudges inside. And again, she's not as old as Leda, who you made the deal with. Um. She's still fairly old, looks like in her 80s, 90s, kind of wobbly. You can tell her eyes are kind of going, and but she's not, like, on the brink of death. You know, she's just very... What time is it? Like, right Betty now? White. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say. Um, right oh. now, the sky is clouded over, so it's kind of, you can't really tell the exact time of day. Overcast. Though. Yeah. It's about midday, though. Okay. And so we shuffle in. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, do we, what do we see inside? Do we do a perception check on this? Or? Yeah, sure. Is, right. Wait, wait. First, before we do anything, is it is it mildly warm in there? I mean, there's a fire going, but it's not deathly. Is it uncomfortably warm? <laughs> no, it's not uncomfortably warm. Because we don't. I have a fan now. Because yeah. if that happens, I'm just saying Alex should just stand outside. No, no, no. It's fine. Like, <laughs> everything's no, fine. It's, happening. it's only slightly, like, it's a comfortable warmth because it's kind of cold outside. I actually noticed it started drizzling. So it's you know, just like a nice fire in the background for, you know, to warm the tea. Um, well, well, hold on. Before you do that, um, Harper jumps down, okay? He's like, oh, hey, I'm Harper. And she's like, oh, such a nice, nice little cat. Can you 
haven't seen many of you have lately. And he kind of, and they kind of, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, and um, they get shuffled in as well. Uh, but you notice, um, actually, everybody roll a perception check before you guys even mm-hmm. go inside. You probably notice anything. I noticed Two. So, and that's like a four or five or something. You're just glad to be here. No, my wisdom is zero. Fifteen. Okay. That's okay. decent. And then, like, there's modifiers you need to add to, but... Sixteen. Okay, so you okay. just notice Harper hangs back. You guys actually notice a little bit more that they, uh, they have, of course, they have um, sort of a makeshift ring on their neck, mm-hmm. as all of you do to keep in contact. I mean, you could tell, like, but this isn't a normal thing. Um, normally, um, this is only for ringers. But you notice it starts to glow a, t- a tiny bit. And Harper quickly clutches it, and um, you sort of hear, like, some murmuring. And so they basically um, stop, and they're like, well, I'm going to hang back for a bit, guys. Um, You guys do the whole rigmar thing. I'm going to sit outside and probably, you know, talk with the HQ, whatnot. So they um, hold back for um, while you guys go inside, Harper stays outside. Okay. Okay. So go ahead and um, do a perception check for the, just to look around. So for a perception check, should we use our modifiers too? Or? Yeah, for all checks, always use your modifiers. Basically what this means is when you're rolling, um, you roll a d20, you add any modifier. So for perception check, um, you add your wisdom modifier. Say for Alex, it's negative one. Mm-hmm. So you subtract one. Um, Good job. <laughs> but they might be... They are... Well... <laughs> gonna say let me try to see what they're proficient in their first rule you are observant so you do get one plus perception rolls so that means basically your wisdom modifier cancels out uh so it's whatever i roll yeah pretty much so i have a okay. wisdom modifier of zero yeah so you don't add anything to it i'm not observant no that it will say in your stats so i have a wisdom modifier so plus two <laughs> okay so you add two to whatever roll you get um and sure. then if you are proficient in, so like say Marissa, um, Alex is proficient in insight and investigation checks, and for that you always add two in addition to all the other modifiers. How do I know? If, so my wisdom was at eleven. Yes. Yeah. So am I decent in anything? I have a strength of thirteen, <laughs> constitution of fourteen, charisma <laughs> twelve. If eleven, if eleven's bad. None of these numbers are like much bigger than 11, so am I just, just bad because we're still starting? You're still starting. You'll improve. Okay. Don't don't worry. Don't stress. Don't sweat it, man. Very cool. Uh, so I'm going to roll a perception check inside this cabin with an old lady and her dumb dog. A 15. Me. 15. It bit me. It's Jesus, a dumb Daniel, dog. You're, 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 you're bitter. Yeah. <laughs> it bit me. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't mean you have to be that mean to it. What's your roll? Six. Minus one? Plus minus. one. Oh, plus one. Six. Okay. No, actually plus zero. Yeah. Because... It was originally minus one, but then plus one, so it's it negative yeah. it. Yeah, so six. So, so six, fifteen, and... Uh, fifteen plus two, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So, I mean, one general thing is, you guys all notice, this is a very crowded room. Like, things are kind of hodgepodge everywhere. Um, at, like... Um, Mateo and Rose, you notice that there are the hodgepodge things aren't just like you know, <coughs> cluttered household appliances. Instead, they're actually nests. 
So you start to notice, like, as you look around more, um, the things in the rafters aren't just, um, you know, broken wooden straw. It's birds' nests, and there's a few birds that look very out of sorts. Also up in the rafters, um, rows, you notice there are some bats even just kind of hanging out, being bats. Um, Something like being bats. By the hearth, um, you also see, um, what's it called? You see a the hearth of the fire, you see there's several little patches of like um, bundled up blankets. One of which um, Rufio quickly, the dog, um, the Mark Wolf quickly goes to and curls up um, by the fire and just kind of looks very sad and, and sorry. Um, even in the corner, you notice um, by the stairs, like there's some stairs that lead up um, into the higher parts of the building and you see kind of a bear that's very slumped over and sleeping very, very soundly. Um, and in the middle of this very cluttered, very interesting smelling room um, is a table and um, Nita ushers in, oh yes, come sit, sit and I'll make you a pot of tea and she quickly goes around and starts, you know, banging on pots and pans, um, getting some tea ready and she, um, and do you I mean do you guys sit down or what's your guys first initial reaction for seeing all these animals i don't like birds well there's only a little bit of birds <laughs> most of the nests are empty actually so okay. your bear character doesn't like birds <laughs> my bear character doesn't like birds <laughs> okay so uh and miranda what was how's your character i'm, I'm kind of i'm a little bit curious as to what's with all the animals going on mateo feels at home but he doesn't want to admit it because <laughs> his parents worked with animals all the time. So you're living life. Yeah. Well, you like but, it. You're just but, like, it's like, I'm like, is shy about how accustomed he is to deal with animals. So he's just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, he doesn't think it's a big deal, but then he's trying to be like, oh, hey, there's like a bear and bats and stuff. So, but at the end of the day, he's just like, whatever. Oh, yeah, well, my my character home. is kind of looking at you, like, try not to be like a little excited about this. And she's kind of like, what's going on? So uh, the qu- the main question at hand: Do we sit down? Yeah, I mean, what what do you do? You guys just like hang out? Look Are there any the couches or anything? No, there's just like a wooden table, very similar to what we're sitting at now. Just well, well we're getting tea, so it'd be rude yeah. not to sit. Okay, down. I lean up yeah. again, like I lean on my ba- on my back up against Kubita, sort of relax because Kubita is also just relaxing. Okay. So I'm using her sort of as a relax support. Also, I'm still hurting. So. Well, no, she's like, oh, please, please sit. And don't worry, I have a snack for little Kubita in the place. Why don't you come over here? And we she have... sort of ushers her to a corner that has a nice little bed of straw, and she gives her some sugar. Okay, so she's chilling. Kubita's chilling. Yeah. I, okay, if Kubita's fine with this, I'll, I'll sit down and I'll accept some tea. Yeah, and so she pours you some tea. Admittedly, it's not great. Um, It's warm, but you can tell it's pretty much made from what items she could find in this dead forest i mean very earthy not bad like it doesn't Mm -hmm. smell bad it just doesn't it tastes like wood water it's not exactly the best tasting i take a sip yeah this is uh tea hey do you guys want some more i'm glad you like it it's (laughs) it's uh, i had to make do some of it's what i have left of my tea storage i mean as you can see all gone and luckily about a year ago a caravan came in and brought me what supplies I could and in fact and she kind of turns around and comes back with this like plate of like if this were on the British baking show she would be voted off biscuits <laughs> Aww. Aww. 
Like, not a good bait. Not a good bait. <laughs> not scrumming. <laughs> um, and she paused, and I was like, oh, yes. And yes, I, I did again. That nice caravan came in about a year ago and provided what little things we could make for the trip. So please, please eat, eat. Ah, okay. And just so you guys know, this qualifies as a short rest. Do I heal him anything? Yes, yeah, so you'll regain spell slots, and we'll do that after this. Because okay. he used the spell slot. I used the spell slot, and I went, again. You will heal. You so, will heal. Hold on. So I have I have a spell that I could use, um, but do you, can I use it now, and then, like, no. while we're resting? No, do no. I get that back? I'd rather, just, I'd rather just rest and so you don't waste anything. Right. I'd rather just, like, gain what she has to cover. All right, all right. Yeah, so, by the way, is anyone else eating this not good baked stuff? You know or? what? I feel bad for her. I'm just going to eat it. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely eating it, but really like, I'm not, regretting like, everything. I'm not, like, gorging on biscuits. I'm kind of just, like, nibbling on it and being like, oh, yeah, it's great, but, like... I'm nibbling on mine, too. Yeah. So if the quality of food for us isn't super great, how's the quality of sugar and stuff for Kubita? Oh, no, it's, like, amazing. She's chowing down. She is <laughs> chowing down. Like, Kubita is very comfortable. You get a sense that what little this woman has has gone to the animals. Like, she goes without, so that way they could be okay. But again, you also notice there are a lot of empty nests, a lot of empty beds, um, not really a lot of, like, it looks like this once was a bigger um, thing. Oh, uh, thanks again, man, for this tea and Oh, it's I'm sure we don't, I, we only get uh, adventures every so often in the, these parts. And so, you know, it's it's just... I do what I can to sort of help them along. How I long suppose. have you been out here? Oh, years, 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 years. What? I guess what led you to want to come out here? This is kind of the middle of nowhere. Oh, I've no, I've been here. I was pretty much born and raised here, along with my family. <sighs> what do you know about the cave over to the left of the Ah, oh, yes, your neighbor. Oh. Um, why don't you guys roll a charisma persuasion check? Okay, hold on. Okay, is that a d20? Right yep, always d20, but um, the modifier will change. Sweet. Wait, what? I have a modifier or a plus one. Of uh, charisma? Yeah. I have a minus one. I have a minus one. Yep, then you, um, since you have Kubita, you get plus two for the situation. Wow. She is charmed by your camel, so you'll get plus three. She's a charming camel. All right, we should roll. All right. So Where's the, okay. I have it. I'll start. Alright, I get a 9. Minus 1, I have an 8. I'm not very, I'm not very crisp. I have an 11. Minus 1, I have 10. It's up to you. 17, 17 plus 3, net. Oh, <laughs> That's not, not a net, net 20. That's a 20. 20. You know, that... That'll do it. That'll do You're it. You're just so charming with your camel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we're just eating. Well, I did write this these rules, so now I'm gonna make it okay. Um, basically, she kind she sort of she just sort of crumbled at this when you mentioned the cave. Like you notice like this deep sadness that kind of comes on her, and she's just like, oh yes, the she's more than a neighbor. I'm afraid to say she's uh, she is my sister, uh, and I'm sure you've already met her. Later as well, she's my other sister. We're, we're triplets, you see. And, uh, but, uh, Wait, hold up, you're triplets? 
Hmm? I thought you weren't as old as Leda. No, I, I mean, that is... I suppose after what happened... <laughs> continue, sorry, continue, sorry. No, no, it's okay, I mean... <laughs> yeah, do you, I, I haven't seen care. my sister in years, so I can't say I know what she looks like, but... Um, I suppose given their current activities, it might, it might be hard on them, on, on their bodies. Did you see... Penitelva. It's hard on the body. It really is. It really... Maybe the real backstory is that they're all like tennis pros and just went rogue. I mean, one of them is into tennis players. She tends to... The bad guy is actually just Andy Murray. Really aggressive tennis players. Every bad guy is Andy Murray. I hate him. I hate him so much. Anyways. I know it's not. I'm sure you've already seen it. I, I, again, I don't. I'm not entirely sure the state my uh, sister is in, but given the state of the trees, I can imagine this is not her year or decade, perhaps, you could say. And she sort of mumbles a little bit to herself and seems a little bit more troubled as we go on. So tell me a bit about your sister in the cave nearby. Ah yes, that is um, that is Tirta. She she is of the water. Yes, yes, you as you might find out soon. Um, this cave is where she sort of. I mean, that's where a lot of her powers are focused, and where she pulls, where she really congregates. Is she a What's in and this is a witch. Oh, I mean, there's warlocks and wizards and stuff. Is she a warlock? Oh, she's like me. We, we three sisters have control over the elements. You see, I mean, it's not like every element, like hodgepodge and throwing and what have you. But you see, I mean, when we were born, we grew up in this area. We were. This is called the shifting forest for a reason. For we three bring this forest into harmony. Or at least we did. I took care of the animals. My daughter, or my sister, not, I don't have a daughter. My daughter, Leita, takes care of the plants. And Tirta is the water, you see. You get with those three together, you can have a successful, bountiful forest. So your sister takes care of the plants. You take care of the animals. Yeah, well, and I try to, yes. Been hard these days, I will tell you, sir. And your sister in the cave? She she, she is the, the with the water, as I said. So, do you know anything about a stone? And she at this, you can like she frowns very deeply and sighs. That stone, that horrid stone, was the undoing of us. We found it. Many years ago, we were quite, very, hundreds of years, in fact. I mean, you probably weren't even alive. So we were quite, I mean, young in relative terms. And this stone is, uh, I don't exactly know what it is, but it enhanced our powers. But it had a trick to it. Only one person could use it at one time, but when you did, the magnitude that you had to control your elements, to help the world, to make things in um, 
in Tirta's case, you know, to make the water rush from the wells, and later to see flowers bloom, or in my case, to tame animals, calm them, soothe them. It just granted such immense power, but only one could use it at one time. So we decided to come up with a game, a way to say this was fair, rather than, you know, designating a specific time, why not let the victor uh, of this game keep the stone for 10, 15 years, what have you. Yeah. I mean, obviously. (laughs) So you know it's a bad idea, but you decide to do it anyways. (laughs) I mean, we were blinded by power. We don't think of these things now, of course, but at the time, we, yeah, I mean, my sisters obviously still follow this path. I, I just, this went on for quite some time, back and forth, fighting over the stone as a battle between each other, whose element was stronger, who could win out to a point where we would expend ourselves, expend our powers to a ridiculous extent, and to the point where even in the moments where we didn't wield the stone, our abilities to control the elements died. And along with it, so did the forest. And she again pauses, takes a sip of her tea. Um, you can hear this, the fire crackling still in the background, and the wolf has kind of you know, fallen asleep. You can hear it sighing, slightly snoring. Um, and outside you also notice it has started to, the, the drizzle has kind of turned into a light rain now. Um, and basically she can conti- and she continues on and um, this this game uh, would th- th- this horrible before I knew it the forest was destroyed and all of my all of the creatures I was sworn to protect were injured dead the loved ones that were lucky left, and I, I asked them to stop, and of course they didn't listen. Obviously, they wanted the power was too strong, and I was at my end. I, I couldn't compete with them, and I, I decided it was best to live out my days as doing what I could, as I suppose I had originally intended, helping with what the force and what's left of it. And so I'm here, and the, you know, the animals, or those too stubborn to stay or too injured to leave, are those I care for. And while they continue their back and forth, and I suppose you three are the champions they have chosen to continue this game as they are probably... It, it has turned from a battle between sisters to one where you choose champions, to choose other ways to devise to get the stone. Okay, so ma'am, let me get this correct. You are no longer pursuing the stone. No, I... But your sister, um, what's her name? But the... Who controls Tirta. the plants? Tirta. Spooky spooks. She... Oh, Leita. Leita, that's cool. You know, potato, potato. Uh, she reached out to us to get the stone. Is she to be trusted? 
She sighs, and you guys slowly notice Harper open the door. Um, they'd actually been standing there for quite a bit of time, and they step forward and say, regardless if she can be trusted or not, we, as members of the exchange, you are bound to this contract, and we have to deliver the stone. You... To the super old place. No offense. The first one. Oh, don't, oh dear. I mean, it's fine. I'm we're, we've been yeah. out. All right, cool. Okay. So we might just be pawns in this game, but we're contracted pawns in this game. Yeah, we getting paid. We're so. professional pawns. Um, <laughs> but as a, my own. And Harper kind <laughs> of. Let's see. They look very troubled. They definitely look a little bit more down since they came in. Um, and they basically say that we need to carry out this task. If we don't, then you will all be exposed. Exposed. Expelled there. Thank you. I'm not so good on the words. Um, we will be expelled, or you will be expelled from this, from the exchange. Um, that's a void contract. So regardless of what happens, you have to deliver the stone. And I say deliver it, and then I collect the money. But what happens after is what happens after. So I guess we move forward. My character's not happy about it, but she's like, yeah, I guess we kind of have to do this. And um, at this point, you can see that um, Nita is getting very tired, and she's starting to kind of fall asleep and mumble to herself on the close to the fire. And she does manage to say one last thing, just uh, be careful there. It's the fate of the champions is can be, isn't always ideal. And if it were up to me, and had I perhaps had the gold or what have you, gumption, courage, I would want to see this forest at least rid of the thrall of my sisters and I. But <clears throat> as for the stone, it controls them, and I don't know what to do. So my character's kind of like, watch. Well, she's not happy about this at all. The fact that she's like, she's contracted to do this. And she kind of just like steps forward to the old lady. And she says, as someone with family members who got controlled by too much power too fast, I assure you, ma'am, I will do what I can to help you as well. She seems actually deeply moved by this. It's, you kind of get the sense that what adventurers do come by this way, usually don't spend time to talk to her or fully understand the weight of, you know, having your entire family like this and both being part of the reason this forest is dying as well as not necessarily knowing how or having the ability to change it or at least not having the courage to change it. So you her eyes kind of sparkle a little bit, and you know she says, "Thank you, thank, 
Please take as much as you need to rest. I, I hope you the best. Good luck. Cool. She says that out loud. Do we spend the night, do we spend the night here and go back up the in the morning? I think we should, considering that you're so beat up. Feel like well, keep in mind a short rest is about an hour, and with that, you actually can already regain hit points. All of them, or no? Not all of we them. We should regain all of them. It Let's sounds put, like we're gonna need. I them. think we should respect. We spend the night. Yeah. This went from a light mission where we fight a wolf and a half to <laughs> here are these three ladies who control nature and this big game of life. life. And champions, I think we should what? maybe breathe a bit because we can barely handle it. I don't think like we're gonna hear that story and just go, all right, here we go. And right. like, no, let's let's get some sleep. We should. I feel like through the whole story, Alex was stress eating the poorly baked scones in front of us. Like not even noticing this crumbs all over your face. <laughs> very very chubby bear covered in crumbs. I don't know. <laughs> and then really. Re- Deciding whether or not he should be there, but yeah, we should probably very drinking the horrible tea. (laughs) You also notice like there's some rat sharing your meal as well that are just as much a part of um, Nita's home as as, well. You uh, know nature, Lita's. Yeah. Well, ma'am, thanks again for food, for your hospitality. We will spend the night here, but as soon as morning hits, we are out of here. But thanks again. So. How do we situate ourselves? How do we? I'll take the couch. Well, I don't need to sleep. I'm just gonna. I can. I can. I ask her if she has any like. Um, well, I kind of need to sleep. I don't know. What do you guys want? You need I to will... sleep. Remember, you yeah. have to keep your form. I you do. have to sleep. Yeah. I need to sleep. So, so what do you sleep? I'm just gonna crawl under the table. And there is a boar there. There's a boar. A wild boar there, just hanging out. Just sleep with the boar. Yeah, I, I <laughs> noticed the boar. I'm like, oh well, hello. <laughs> kind of grunts. Like, just cuddle it. Yeah, my character is just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, don't mind me. Just cuddle that boar. <laughs> I lay my head down onto the belly of the boar, the wild boar, and the wild boar kind of like. Runs, and then continues to sleep <laughs> and I fall asleep because belly full of poorly baked scones also keep in mind you guys have rations but anyway oh, yeah. I ate the scones man scones build up on scones yeah. what about you Mateo at this point Kavita has sort of rolled up <laughs> on hay and you know her camel lips <laughs> have bits of sugar the sugar cubes on it she's good she's she's falling asleep she's tired so I sort of lay down, rest my head sort of on her belly, and, or near her belly, and I go to sleep. I take the couch. <laughs> There's not really a couch as much as there is. Like, there it is a yeah. spot of just right by the fire that has a lot of the empty um, Merc wolves. I'll take that. And I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, I'm right. down. I'm down to sleep with a whole bunch of wolves surrounding me. Harper looks around kind of awkwardly, like really unsure of where to engage or what to do at this point. They seem very uncertain. Um, and at this point, you see um, Nita kind of nods her head, and she sort of shuffles upstairs, and the bear goes with her upstairs, and like kind of grunts. And they, you hear, you know, very creaky. Like I'm pretty sure a bear shouldn't be on the second floor of this house. Room, but well, there's a bear on the first floor. <coughs> well, uh, yeah. the bear followed her up. Well, I mean, no, I mean, Alex, oh, Alex. Yeah. so yeah, and me 
being who I am, like I don't bat an eye to like there being a bear. I'm a little concerned that she didn't let him talk at all. Well, I think they're two different. Yeah, but I've been stuck in my own little world for forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, why isn't he talking? This is also just a weird situation in general. I mean, yeah. especially for you. Just a bit. Just a bit. None of them are talking. I'm very confused. I turned to Harper. I'm like, hey, if you want to hang out over here by the fire, you can. They kind of shrug and they're just like, I I guess. We just shouldn't be too long. This this wasn't supposed to be that long of a retrieval mission. Take a break. Take a break. Bro. Bro. We've seen things today. (laughs) Let's take a nap. You kind of see them like again clutch their um the ring again, which has again started to faintly glow, and they take it off their neck and put it in their pocket and sort of gather up their stuff and like kind of cuddle with everything they own, including like knives and shit. Like they shouldn't be holding this many sharp things when they sleep, but they um get in one of the unoccupied um sort of nests that the one of the Mark Wolves was in and kind of lays down. Cool. Cool. My character says that out loud. So. <laughs> All right. Was that in this chapter? Um, if you guys want it to be, I did have something else planned <clears throat> in the future, but I don't know if you guys want to. We can get to that. Do you want it? It okay. is nine thirty. How long oh, has yeah. this been going? Mm, about an hour. Well, well, well. Yeah. Crazy good adventure. <laughs> I got bit again. <laughs> and... <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I actually really like it. I think we got it's some yeah. really good background on these old ladies. Yeah, we now know what's happening. Like, we, we, we know yeah. a bit more about our characters. I bonded yeah. with her slightly. We have family her. problems. <laughs> Alex is a stress eater, which yeah. we all kind of figure. I'm just hanging out with a bunch of wolves, man, and I think that's the life. Just one wolf. Oh, just, just, just hanging just out with one wolf. wolf. It's a good wolf, though. You yeah. know, this wolf's fur is nice and soft. Just for the um, record, um, while you're like while you're trying to get settled in, Rufio kind of walks up to you and like licks you weakly on the hand, and then like goes back. Mateo. Yeah, Mateo on that? the hand. And then he goes back to the. He's thing. a good dog. He's a good boy. 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 Very poorly baked scones, and maybe some like a different flavor of tea that she tries to say has like a little bit of caffeine in it, but you're pretty sure it's just like bark. Um, but you know, she, she's trying, and um, she also tells you um, the way you should go, and again gives you a word of a word of caution um, to be careful. Um, and so, pretty much all you have to do is just instead of taking the path right, you take the path left, and that will take you right to the cave. And she doesn't mention this. I'm just. Be careful of the of the way there. There in the cave, there's it's a bit of a maze, and I would say the straight route is the probably the most direct. There's there are more things than my sister to worry about. 